0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Knowledge Group Podcast where we're taking a look at what speakers are covering at Knowledge Group Events, where this time we're turning our attention to pay equity compliance and a practical guide for employers in 2019. Although the webcast went live January 15th, it will be available for on-demand playback and all the information you need will be in the description box down below, along with our panel information and the code podcast25, getting you 25% off your first webcast registration. We're going to hear from Lynn Ann Anderson, a partner at Drinker, Biddle and Reef LLP. We're also going to hear from Amy J. Trobe, a partner at Baker Hostletter LLP. Paul F. White, partner at Resolution Economics Group LLC, will be next, followed by Jonathan A. Siegel, a partner at Dwayne Morris LLP. Let's turn things over to them.
1: My name is Lynn Anderson. I'm a partner at the law firm of Drinker, Biddle and Reef in the Labor and Employment Group and I serve as co-chair of the firm's gender and pay equity team. What I'm going to be doing is introducing the backdrop for purposes of understanding where we are in terms of pay equity and starting with the overview of the historic federal legislative landscape, including the Equal Pay Act and Title VII. I will move into a discussion in terms of what's happening more recently on the federal level and in response to that how we are seeing a trend of significant expansion in state and local laws addressing pay equity. We will review how some of those state and local laws are using measures that are different than the federal law for purposes of addressing pay gaps. Uh, Those include a number of different things including uh, expanding uh, protection beyond just gender. Uh, we have an outgrowth in terms of bans regarding asking applicants for their salary history. We've seen expansions of statute limitations and damages that are available. We've seen uh, limitations on the defenses that employers are using for purposes of defending these claims. We'll review some of those states laws uh, in a little bit more detail uh, to be able to provide a snapshot of exactly what is happening on the ground. And then we'll also take a a deeper look at one of the most aggressive equal pay laws which is New Jersey's equal pay law.
2: Hi, this is Paul White. I am a PhD labor economist with Resolution Economics in Washington DC. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the data and statistical considerations that need to be made in determining whether or not somebody uh, or an employer has a pay gap issue. A lot of employers uh, know they have the data to do these types of analysis, but they're not always sure what to do with it. So the background behind my presentation will be to talk about the pros and cons of looking at different types of statistical tests, the methodological decisions that need to be made, We're going to talk a little bit about just an introduction into multiple regression analysis, which is one of the most common statistical tests to be used, as well as alternative tests. And finally, we're going to wrap up with talking about best practices and maybe walk through a couple of examples of how the numbers could look depending upon how the data is analyzed.
3: This is Jonathan Siegel. I'm a partner with Wayne Morris, and my primary office is in Philadelphia. I am a recovering litigator. My practice focuses heavily on maximizing compliance, minimizing risk, and trying to align compliance with a positive culture. I have a particular focus on pay equity in general and gender pay parity in particular. And what I'm going to focus on are probably 10 practical issues for employers. To consider when they go down the road of trying to do what's right and avoid liability at the same time in both assessing potential liability that may exist and systemic changes potentially going forward among other issues talk about the role of counsel and the attorney-client privilege the potential benefits of it but Wrapping everything up under privilege may not wrap everything up, and employers need to understand that they need a document that if there's litigation they can rely on. The role of experts, why an expert is so important and how do you include an expert within the privilege so that the at least initial analysis is not discoverable so there can be this robust and thoughtful discussion without having substantial concern that what you're doing what you're doing to try to do what's right then later used against you and then talking about some of the areas where we've seen what I think are mistakes such as focusing on total comp only as opposed to focusing on the different variables of compensation and variable compens- different variable compensation itself is an area where we often see greater inequity focusing only on jobs that are the same, and even in states where comparable or substantially similar is not the standard, at a minimum, an employer may want to look at the single incumbent positions um, where their employees may be looking at comparability. Some of the mistakes in evaluating outliers, including the fact that Um, The fact that there are no statistical outliers doesn't mean that there's not a problem. There could still be individual problems, but not statistically significant. And there still could be systemic issues, such as you could have a perfect correlation between evaluations and but there could be bias in the evaluation process. And I'll just give one more example, and that is if an employer discovers that there is a pay parity problem, the employer wants to take corrective action, the employer won't always know why the problem exists, Um, they'll just know there's a problem, and the question is how do you correct the problem um, without necessarily making an admission of liability that may or may not be right, which would invite back pay requests. So a common theme is how to do the right thing the right way so that your good intent isn't later used against you.
0: Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group Podcast. Don't forget all of the information that you need about this webcast will be found in the description box down below, along with the code PODCAST25, getting you 25% off your first webcast registration. Once again, that link's in the description and we look forward to seeing you at future Knowledge Group events. Take care everyone. Bye now.